0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Tamika Seaton, president and CEO of Grow Your Nonprofit, where we help small, startup, and stagnant nonprofits grow. Through fundraising, strategy, strategic planning, and so much more. Guys, today you are in for a treat. I have my special guest, Sandy Steelwell. She's the owner and operator of Steelwell Enterprises. She will share all of her secrets about how she became a serial entrepreneur and all things philanthropy, right? Right. So, before we get started, I'd like to thank the sponsors of my podcast. Hodges University with a campus in Fort Myers stay near go far they change lives for the better. Trinity Life Foundation Naples helping at-risk youth in Collier County through their enrichment program. Have it that stands for the associations of Haitians living abroad they just opened a great support center right here in the beautiful Fort Myers where they help people with immigration utility rental assistance and so much more last but not least Vax Truth. they just received a grant from the CDC where they raise awareness about COVID-19 and vaccine resources in the black and brown communities so like I said without further ado Sandy Stilwell
1: how are you doing, Sandy? Doing well, thank you.
0: This interview was long overdue. I, I know I reconnected with you last year. Um, through the Gulf Coast Business Bank event, and I said, you have to come on my podcast. And you said, no, wait, I'm really busy. So I finally was able to get you here. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it because I know you have so many businesses. You're also rebuilding because a lot of your businesses sustained damage during Hurricane Ian. But you took the time out of your busy schedule to come here and bless us with your presence. So thank you so much. Oh,
1: You're welcome.
0: So you're Florida grown, right? You, You graduated from cypress lake cypress lake high school right Correct. so tell me a little bit about your journey because i know when we spoke when we met uh, last year you mentioned that you've never worked for anyone a day in your life and you've always been an entrepreneur so 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 tell us about that and we'll get into philanthropy
1: okay well great well i i was raised here since the time i was two. We moved oh wow from chicago and um so, and my grandparents uh, were entrepreneurs, and my parents were entrepreneurs, oh. and so it kind of was in our blood, oh. and so I did work for my uncle when I was 10 years old. Oh, my. He was—he uh, <laughs> owned a little diner and uh, was shorthanded a dishwasher, and oh, I said, wow. I can help you. You know, I just adored my Uncle Kelly, and so mm-hmm. I had a job working with him, and uh, He always swore that I broke more dishes than I actually... Oh, I bet you that's not true. (laughs) He liked to pick on me a lot. But anyway, uh, but I did honestly see how hard they worked. And I promised myself I would never... Hmm. Be in the restaurant business because that just took too much out of anyone's life, and uh-huh. sure enough, here it is that you know. How many restaurants? <laughs> you have a ton of them right now. It was not well, six of them. Yeah, and, uh, I'm just just sold one. Okay, and um, so I, and I love the restaurant business. It's actually service oriented, mm-hmm. and I think that's really my love is is in hospitality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, in with the hotel business the same way. So yeah. it's been great. I love it. So my first uh, business that I own uh, on my own was when I was 17. Wow. And so uh, it's never too, you're never too young. I always encourage young people to, you know, fulfill your dream. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: tell us about your first business at 17, and how could someone get started? Because I know oftentimes we are our own worst enemy. We tell ourselves what we
1: can't do, and it's really not true. Mm-hmm. it that's, that's absolutely right. And what happened was at church, uh, I met... One of in a Bible study, a, mm-hmm. a couple, and uh, he was the president of a bank. Oh, and he was saying that um, he had to fire his uh, cleaning service because they hmm. caught someone stealing something, and um, and I thought, hmm, I think I could do that. Oh this. wow! So I started the cleaning service, and we I cleaned their bank. Hmm. Uh, it's right in the corner of. Um, Colonial I mean uh, College Parkway And 41 Okay in Wells Fargo now Oh wow And uh, so then I had I hired a bunch of youth From the youth group At church Wow And we started doing that And then um, It turned into A whole chain of First Federal Savings wow. loan Associations That we did the cleaning for And uh, then I did the Airport Control Tower And it started into uh, wow. Car dealerships and then I sold the business because ultimately that was not my yeah. goal is to own a cleaning service, yeah. but it got me to where I needed to be. Wow. And I really found that I I, I liked that. Huh. So I sold that business and then I uh, went into the hotel business where I owned my first little inn. Wow. And uh, so I was 21 when I... Got into my first. Building. Oh my gosh! Build a house at 19. Though. Oh my gosh! So uh, yeah, so but you know, the building of the house at 19 also included my mom and dad loaning me the money for the lot, mm-hmm. and then I paid them back. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I have to give credit to my parents. That, yeah, that yeah. they instilled hard work ethic mm-hmm. in me, and uh, and they gave me that first loan, you know, which is that's always
0: wonderful. You know. That's wonderful. I, I like that your first business was basically cleaning a bank. <laughs> I like that you started with money. I'd like that. Um, so, so what, what was it? Was it, I know you had the support of your family. I know you, you come from a family of entrepreneurs, but you still have to have something in you to believe in yourself to not be afraid to take that leap of faith and do that. What, what did you have in, in the, What was your secret sauce?
1: You know, I I just always believed that if you treat people the way that you want to be treated, Mm -hmm. that it's going to go... Very well, mm. and you provide a service that's needed. Oh, I love that. I love that. Then you meet that need, and mm-hmm. that's why I uh, have five restaurants on Captiva. Mm-hmm. Each one is a different concept, and there oh. was no Mexican restaurant, so oh. now I had a Mexican restaurant. So I have kind of looked, even my little stores that I would have, mm-hmm. if somebody didn't sell books, then I sold books. So, oh. so that way people didn't have to leave the island. Mm-hmm. So that's been the method to my madness is... Is that and mm-hmm. um, I never really wanted to create, you know, a huge chain mm-hmm. and take it nationwide or anything. I always wanted to keep it just hmm. within my ability. I am considering making one of mine a chain now, oh, wow. but um, that is yet to be seen how that will work uh-huh. out. I'm just putting that out there. That yeah.
0: I'm trying. Put it in the universe. <laughs> Put it in the universe because what I've what I've learned is. Um, I, I became an entrepreneur, I, I, guess a little bit later in life. I started off, um, I had a career. I, I'm originally from Los Angeles. I've been in Southwest Florida for 19 years. I lived in Naples for 15 and the rest in Fort Myers. And, um, you know, I was always taught like everyone else in this country, go to college and get a good job. So that's all I was focused on in uh, getting a good job. And then I found myself, um, it was, a, it was a challenge for anyone to hire me Because they would look at my resume and say I, I can't pay you enough Or or could you really take orders from me Because you, you're used to being in, in executive leadership roles And I said, Tamika Maybe this is the time to take a leap in a faith And bet on yourself this time Because I, I go into other people's businesses And uh, um, companies and turn it around Make it better, raise more money and, you know, working long hours, six hour days. And I said, this time, let me do it for myself. So I've been, I'm at a point in my life where I've been taking the leap of faith, even when the money wasn't there. And I, I asked God for it. And then the money just shows up somehow. So someone who is thinking about entrepreneurship, even if they're working, and maybe they just start off as with a side hustle, what advice can you give them to get started if they don't have the money, they don't have the support? How should they get started?
1: Well, you know, I think you have to c- come up with a concept, first of all, of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then build a business plan. And mm-hmm. there are so many tools out there to help build a business plan. And then pitch the idea to some of your friends and see if it's something that mm-hmm. they would think it's a good idea. Because, you know, when you decide to give up a perfectly good paying job and then launch yourself out there, you need to have some resources available to you Mm -hmm. and and really a good backup plan because, Mm -hmm. you know, not every business... Is successful Right And there have been Businesses that I have started That I've shut down too So it's not like its I'm hitting home run Every time Okay, okay. You know That you have to be prepared That it might not go Exactly the way You want it to go mm-hmm. But when you When you really Put the work into it And you do your homework Ahead of time And you have your resources That's, that's really the key mm-hmm. And a lot of people Come to me for advice And I kind of help them Through yeah. some of that And I'm happy to do that Because mm-hmm. I'd rather see them Seek advice Yeah And there are So many resources The small business development center, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. places, and for funding, it depends upon what, but if there's a, a, a non-profit type, there's actually groups of people that help fund mm-hmm. people to start a new business, too, mm-hmm. and mm. that's help, it's really helpful in that way. Good
0: to know. So, a- as you um, continue, or uh, as you were on this journey of entrepreneurship, at what point did you take a look at or how did you get involved in philanthropy? And for those of you, philanthropy philanthropy is basically giving back to whether it's a nonprofit or just helping with some social cause that impacts the lives positively of someone who's less fortunate. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it was actually through with my children. I have my two sons mm-hmm. and they were in school. So, so much of what I did was in my business, running my business and being mom, you know, and then... Mm-hmm. Doing all the you know church things and little leagues and all the stuff as, with boys you would do, mm-hmm. and uh, so I kind of gotten involved with some of the fundraising things as a part of their school, etc. And then um, I got involved with Junior League in Fort Myers, mm-hmm. and they really did train me a lot on uh, oh. how how to be a good committee member, how to huh. be really organized uh, in the nonprofits, and so. One of our projects was to start the Ronald McDonald House. Really? Yeah. So oh, I wow. helped start the Ronald McDonald House. was one of their first presidents of the whole organization. Mm-hmm. So, But we, as a junior league, we um, sponsored the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did that. And that's we already just had, I think it was our 25th anniversary. Wow. That was like five years ago or so. Wow. And we've already just um, did the expansion to the Ronald McDonald House. So Jim Nathan, who was the head of all of Lee Health, yes. asked me to co-chair it with him and wow. raise the money. By the time we had the party, we already had the money raised. Which oh, my, of
0: course, of course. If Sandy's involved, <laughs> you're going to always exceed
1: your goal. Well, thank you. And Jim Nathan doesn't. Yeah, I, he's yeah, really good, he's good a too. Yes, he's he yes, he does. Yes. When he calls, you don't say no. He's just been a wonderful friend over the years. And um, and so what I have found is that I really enjoy um, also being in my business. I love. But, mm-hmm. you know, everybody that around me is pretty much working for right. me. And, and there are. Subcontractors And different people And mm-hmm. I kind of like To be able to have That other Side of my Life mm-hmm. And I can help other make, a mm-hmm. make other people Do very well Make impacts In their lives mm-hmm. Um I kind of really just don't want my only goal in life to make money, right? But it's to make change and get right. a positive impact, and, and hopefully, I'll be remembered for more than just owning some restaurants, right? But the restaurants have has allowed me, mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. you know, whether the soup kitchen needed food for their soup mm-hmm. kitchen event, mm-hmm. I could bring food, and mm-hmm. many times we would do events, and I rather than just keep on going back to the same people, mm-hmm. they just ask them for like a hundred pieces of one hors d'oeuvre. Okay. If you had enough different restaurants, we can share the wealth, you know. Mm-hmm. As far as you don't need. I like a, a that. Title, I whatever. like that. And then, so yes, and you put their sign. This restaurant did whatever, mm-hmm. and they can put on an event with a lot of things that are, don't cost a lot of money. Right. Because that's very hard when you're putting on an event. Right. The overhead of that event is mm-hmm. a lot for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so make enough connections and don't really ask them too often. You know.
0: Too. So, mm-hmm. what is? often and what is not too often to ask a business when you're looking for, uh, whether it's an auction item or food or anything?
1: Well, you know, especially since, uh, well, when COVID came, mm-hmm. everybody was devastated, so a lot of the things shut down at that point and then since the hurricane, you know, we have postponed a lot of our events that we were doing in, mm-hmm. in a number of charities I'm involved with just because we wanted to be sensitive to the mm-hmm. business owners. You know, we've all been impacted by this hurricane mm-hmm. in various different degrees, and you just don't want to over-ask. But at the same time, some businesses are alive, well, and thriving, right. and they want to get their word out. So so we our approach is a very soft one, you know, mm-hmm. and that helps a lot. But I would say, you know, uh, whether it be, I've gotten involved uh, with Pace Center for Girls,
0: mm-hmm.
1: been a huge supporter of that. I was the chairman of their board, and I'm on their national board of directors mm-hmm. now, Uh, So we're really trying to take that name for Pay Center for Mm -hmm. Girls nationwide. We're in Georgia now, in South Carolina, Mm -hmm. and we're working our way um, throughout. And we're looking for corporate investors that are big corporations that Mm -hmm. will help us take this model that's so successful in Mm -hmm. Florida and take it nationwide. So that approach would be something more than going to, like, a local restaurant. Now, for our local events, yes, we need sponsorships Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. banks and so on. So I think it's identifying the people and uh, and find their focus Mm -hmm. Um, for me I've had my greatest success in just getting to know people Mm -hmm. finding out what their passions are and uh, and then helping them Mm -hmm. filter to something that is the same passion yes yes so much is important in that way Mm -hmm. but for me if I have somebody coming to me and they want me to sponsor an event and let's say it's a cash sponsorship Mm -hmm. let's say it's a $5,000 sponsorship Mm -hmm. To sponsor their ball Mm -hmm. or whatever. And well, I want to look at it as a business person. Right. What kind of marketing value am I going to get back? Mm -hmm. So you need to come up with a good package, of course. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but then thank afterwards. Yes. Don't keep, just don't stop thanking. Develop and nurture that relationship with that donor. Because if all you do is collect the money, you put their logo out there, you've said your thank yous, and it's over with. That I don't think is good Mm -hmm, enough mm -hmm. And I really think that you need to have a presence On their website for Mm -hmm. maybe a whole year When you're starting to pre-announce The next year's ball Okay, Continue with the previous year's this was the previous year. Oh, sponsors. I like that. I've never seen that before. Uh, it's not done very often. And then oh. this is the previous year. And we would love to have your name logo, logo mm. here. And then then at some point, you do drop off the ones that were the mm-hmm. previous year. But you mm. start right. So you have like oh. a whole year of thank yous. And then in your um, on your website, mm-hmm. in some of your newsletters, mm-hmm. it's just... You just can never say thank you. Right, right. What, what are, What's
0: one unique thing a nonprofit has done to thank you for, whether it was a in-kind or a cash donation that really wowed you?
1: Do you know, I've had many that were just really great, but um, sometimes I've had it where during the time of COVID or if there was some after Hurricane mm-hmm. Charlie, for instance, they threw me in as a sponsor, and I didn't even give cash. Hmm. They went ahead and said, thank you for your past years. Mm-hmm. Here, here, you know, thank you for that. And then, you know mm-hmm. what? They had me again. They they hooked me in, mm-hmm. and I had them, you know, really high on the list. Very that, good. That was really, and but verbally at the event is always a great thing, mm-hmm. having posters at the event. Just wherever you can get their name out there, because that's what their mm-hmm. their job is is to get their product right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I always wonder,
0: um, do do the businesses actually see a return on their investment?
1: I think that I, I, you know there's really no way of really knowing 100 percent knowing if you had a unique Click through on a website mm-hmm. that you had. You could track it that way, and and the and the people mm-hmm. that in marketing they know how to exactly to do all that. And and I've used that tool, but that wouldn't be the only thing that mm-hmm. you could gauge it on. I think you get your name out there. When I go and buy jewelry, where I go for jewelry is people that have been good to the community. Interesting. When I want to go out to eat to a re- a privately owned restaurant, I really do think. Who is good to the community, and who oh. do I want to support? I do believe that people that they come out to Captiva to my restaurants, and a lot of them, they're my nonprofit friends. You know, oh. and they say, "Well, okay, well, they're aunts in town or whatever. Let's drive out to the island. I'll show them around a little bit." And uh, and it's nice. It does mm-hmm. it does pay off, but it's getting your name out there.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So, what would People and I'm I'm so happy you're here today because oftentimes I invite nonprofits um, to interview them, but from a donor perspective, what would nonprofits be surprised to know about donors from your perspective that maybe they don't consider?
1: Well, you know, I don't know that they haven't considered it or, or not, but but I really when I'm thinking about one organization over another, the one that has the greatest impact. You know, and uh, the, the best value for your dollar Mm-hmm. And it has to kind of go in line with what I'm interested in doing things because you know I can't I can't support everything. I know, right? I have to, sometimes you know when the United Way used to come and ask me for donations, I'm thinking, ah, I am kind of like my own United Way. I'm just yeah. giving gift certificates out to everybody, you know? yeah. and then I decided, you know, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus just a mm-hmm. little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, I support the Foundation for Lee County Public Schools mm-hmm. through their Golden Apple Program, mm-hmm. and I do things. I try to focus and try to stay within very affordable and focused areas mm-hmm. on, on my part. But what I do look for is is, you know, how frugal they are is mm-hmm. organization. and um, and the results, for instance, Pace Center for Girls. You know, the percentages are in the high 90s -hmm. that these girls do not get in trouble again once they've been in that program Mm -hmm. and get them back on track. And some people used to think that it was just all juvenile justice girls. That's not the case. Sometimes the girls just get a little off track. Mm -hmm. Maybe they need to get away from boys for just a little bit and then focus, get their grades back on and get a little counseling component, which is a huge part. So that's really helpful. Um, I've greatly... uh, in part of the Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm. I love that. Is it? Are we? In, we're getting close to time. Okay, good. It went by so. Yeah,
0: I, I, Hi, it's God. it's amazing. I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't. I use. I'm usually monitoring it, uh, but I'm just learning so much from you. So. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But, but I can continue on about Habitat if you want me to. But I think we're if we're.
0: Fi- yeah, on, we'll do five yeah. more minutes because okay. then yeah. Okay,
1: but I greatly support Habitat for Humanity because of. How it changes not only the life of the person living in that home, but it's their future generations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because once you impact a family of home ownership, they don't have to worry about paying rent anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, I just was at a women's build event, and Mm -hmm. um, and and I've worked and I've helped physically build houses wow. I, I sponsor houses every year oh wow uh, I've sponsored now I think it's been four houses that wow. I've sponsored but to hammer nails side by side and most of them are women single women that are moving into these homes now I'm we're not uh, saying that the that men don't qualify mm-hmm. it's just that oftentimes the greatest need is in the single women and mm-hmm. uh, it's really remarkable because they maybe came out of a of a substandard, you know, yeah. apartment paying $2,000 a month, $1,500 oh, a month, and half of their pay is going to yes, rent, yes. and how do they pay the bills, how do they stay mm-hmm. on top of things mm-hmm. when it's like that, and so this really gets, um, it's definitely, it jerks at my heart, yeah. springs, is yeah. all I can say, that's something that I'll, I'll always be a mm-hmm. part of, as a donor, and maybe not always on their board, mm-hmm. but uh, and I'm actually sponsoring along with Lisbeth Beniquisto. We're doing oh, wow. a women's build team together. Wow! And it's going to be Team Beniquisto Youngquist.
0: Oh, I l- <laughs> say that three times. That is amazing. Yes. So before we wrap up, um, I noticed that you your your eyes just light up when you talk about getting involved and engaging and actually doing some physical work. With the nonprofit, not just a thank you letter or if any of them do like a thank you video or a personal phone call. So it sounds like getting that donor, if they're interested, they have to be interested, involved in that organization from a volunteer perspective, it seems as though that really resonates with you.
1: It really does. It so, so helps. It really does. And
0: it, it brings you closer to the mission because you could see the impact that your investment in that organization is actually doing, right? It's not just an annual report or their, their newsletter. You're actually seeing it, tasting it, and smelling it. Yes. And maybe even in some cases, you, you
1: get to interact with some of the program participants as well. It's so true. And then I love to see collaborations when oh. they're not so thinking about themselves but right. they can work together with other people. I like that. It really is great because then you're not doing duplication of services, mm-hmm. you're actually integrating everything together. I like and, that. And the United Way I've become very involved with now mm-hmm. because I realized that I am not really my own United Way yeah. and <laughs> <Sandy> <laughs> yes you are Sandy. <laughs> uh, but they but they really do such a great job. So I've become a supporter of them too because they are they really vet out the organizations, mm-hmm. make sure that money is going to be yep. spent well, follow up to be sure it was. Well, that's yes. that's important.
0: Too. They do that very well because when I was executive director of a, a, a particular organization, we were one of the recipients of United Way dollars. And once a year, I call it the dog and pony show. Yes. Um, I would have to give this presentation, and they had a list of questions to address in your presentation. And they had they toured the facility, and I'm I'm telling you, it was a lot, but it. it it, it actually kept me organized and it made me realize like, wow, wow, they, they really do their due diligence. So you're right. So before we wrap up, I know we said we're going to wrap up that, you know, we'll have to do another uh, podcast. But can you tell our audience how they can reach you if they're interested in patronizing one of your restaurants, one of your businesses, not just for money, just so whatever... Whatever information you like, are you comfortable with giving out? Maybe if a website or
1: or. Yes, you can get a hold of me. It's Stillwell Enterprises LLC.com is just my corporate name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stillwell has one L in the middle, two at the end. But otherwise, through the Captiva Island Inn website mm-hmm. is another way to get a hold of me, and I will I will answer your email. I promise. Yeah,
0: she does. She really does. When I first met her, I see this beautiful woman, and I reached out to her, and she actually responded to me. So that's good to know that you are very personable. You're down to earth and you're reachable. So thank you. So guys, you hear it. You heard it here first. Today, we, we kind of stepped out the box. We brought in a philanthropist and a serial entrepreneur right here in the community who, who cares about the community, who's from the community. I hope there was something that you could take away from this interview. So stay tuned for more of our episodes.